Welcome to the new healthcare economy where everyone wins for a change. Employers, consumers, primary care physicians, outcomes, shareholders, even our communities all win with costs dropping 20 to 60%. This unstoppable direct contracting movement bypasses the big middles with their crooked game boards, devious rule book, rigged dice, and purchased referees. I'm Rob Barshop, and I'm glad you're here. So what if bigs bake in fines into their normal operating costs? Big insurers have almost $3 billion in fines the past 22 years. A mere tip from their EBITDA. I'm just going to read you the top three because numbers get messy on this podcast. So we're just going to kind of glance over them quickly. But of the BUCAs, and I'm just talking about the big eight, Anthem had 436 violations over $600 million the past 22 years. United, 348 violations, $650 million. And Centene Corporation had 199 violations, a billion, $113 million. So what kind of violations are we talking about? Employment-related offenses, government contracting-related offenses is the big one, consumer protection-related offenses, another big one, and healthcare-related offenses and safety-related offenses. These fines, however, pale in comparison to big pharma and big device fines and violations. In a few years, the fines and settlements from the upcoding big MA insurers and the deceptive and harm-inducing big pharma and devices is going to exceed the historic tobacco master settlement of $206 billion. Even so, it's altogether under 1% of EBITDA for these companies. Just another cost center of minor consequence to the suits and the shareholders. There are no criminal repercussions. It's all civil despite millions of otherwise healthy citizens with permanent disabilities since 2000. Now, if you assault me, I likely can send you away to the big house as a criminal, but not with bigs and not with these corporate situations. In Texas, we say no posse, no jail, just fines. Okay, today we introduce you to our first power couple in four years. Renee Dua is a visionary physician entrepreneur who created Renee. Based on her 16 years of experience as a practicing nephrologist, her service as chief of medicine at two of LA's largest hospitals, and her seven years as CMO of HEAL, during which time she oversaw the successful delivery and sequence of over 300,000 doctor house calls. She and her husband, Nick Desai, created Renee in June of last year after raising almost $8 million in seed funding. She's now spoken role model for women in STEM. You can find her frequently speaking at top universities, conference, and media outlets. Nick Desai, her husband, is the co-founder and CEO of Renee and is the co-founder of Heal. And he is an accomplished and visionary veteran of five successful VC-rounded startups. And he founded this one, as I said, in August 2021. He's also the former founder, as I said, of Heal, winning contracts with over 50 major employers and insurance partners, including Google, Hyundai, and Samsung, as well as Aetna, Anthem, and United. And prior to Heal, he founded and built successful venture-funded startups in online weight loss, coaching, social media, and the web's first self-updating address book. He speaks passionately about healthcare and entrepreneurship, including a podcast on Slice of Healthcare, and was previously writing for HuffPost. He has multiple U.S. patents, and he's a first-generation immigrant in the U.S., born in Mumbai, India. Welcome to the show, Nick and Renee. Any comments before we get going? Thanks so much for having us. 
Yeah, thank you for having us. When I hear my own bio, I'm like, wow, that guy's impressive. He is. Well, so how was this company's name baked? Did y'all flip a coin and Renee won? <laughs> Do you want to take that one, Nick? No, Renee, why don't you tell the story? since it's So really it's actually kind of the story that I think everybody uh, has when they're building something new, when they're when they're starting something. I am the caregiver for our parents. And I often hear, you know, Renee, or hey, Renee, or Renee, what do you think about? Or Renee, give us advice. And at one point during one of these particularly hairy uh, situations dealing with our parents, I turned to Nick and I said, you know, I need to automate myself. There are so many of the tasks that I'm doing that frankly, a human does not need to do reminders and setting rides and deliveries. These are all things that software can do. And um, Nick turned to me and said, well, you know, why don't, why don't we do that? Right. That was about a year, maybe a little more than a year ago. Nice. So let's talk about the offering itself for $25 a month that gives you access to 500 generics, all in cost. There's not another dime involved. That's mailing cost. That's if you need 10, if you need one, it's all the same $25. Am I on to something here? Well, that's exactly right, Ron. It is $25 flat rate for all your generics out of our list of 500, which covers about 90% of all prescriptions written in America. But it also includes not only delivery of the medications, but it also comes with the Renee Health Assistant, which is, as Renee said, we make all of your healthcare appointments. So all your doctor's appointments, tests, labs, screenings, therapists, we help you find urgent cares and easy access care when you need it. We remind you to take your medications. We help you track your vitals. All of this is included in $25 a month. And I want to take a moment to say I really appreciated your intro, not about my bio, that was nice to hear, but mostly about having the courage to call out the level of fines. And it's just a cost of doing business for these huge insurance conglomerates who are adding and introducing layering in cost after cost after cost into the healthcare. Ultimately, when they pay those fines, they're extracting it from premiums, which is ultimately coming out of our pockets. And so what we've done at Renee is cut all that out. And when you do that, or when we did that at Heal with Dr. House Calls, it is remarkable how much money you can save the average person. I guess, Renee, you don't even need PBMs if you've got Renee, right? I mean, you have essentially a pharmacy benefit that doesn't need managing when it's 25 bucks a month. That's exactly the idea, right? We're trying to cut out all the noise and just make it so that you can have your medications delivered and frankly, focus on why you're taking those medications and if they're actually working for you. And that's where the personal health assistant piece I think is so critical. But to your point, that's exactly right. You don't need insurance. You don't need to have money for co-pays. You can just use this and everything comes right to your door. And Mark Cuban can't hold a candle to you guys, right? I mean, this whole Mark's going to save America, you know, pharmaceutical costs. He can't hold a candle to your pricing. Look, I'm not going to, uh, I, I don't want to take on a billionaire other than to say <laughs> that our all-inclusive $25 flat rate is the best deal in the market in today. And we want to do this because yes, we want to build a sustainable, profitable company, but not on the backs of lower income, underprivileged, uninsured, underinsured Americans who are most in need of innovation in healthcare and who keep getting promised that healthcare is going to get better, but it never seems to get better for them. Let's talk a little bit about 
Is your consumer the target? Is the employer the target? Who are you going after here, guys? So I think that when you lower the cost of care, ultimately everyone except the people who are trying to increase the cost of care are interested, right? So employers are already talking to us and are very interested because employers, large self-insured companies over the last several years have been decoupling the traditional TPA, large insurance company model to buying primary care direct, mental health services, et cetera. And this does allow them to get rid of the PBM and allow more efficient use of the benefits that they're already offering their members, right? But but we are sold direct to consumer too, because why introduce anyone else in the equation? The average American adult who spends more than $400 a year out of pocket on medications with insurance, right? This is cheaper than that, whether you have insurance or not, and it's delivered to your door and it comes with the health assistance. So we're attracting both B2B and consumer interest and are really want to pursue both channels to get this out to as many people as quickly as possible. Well, other than this magnificent show, which is free, how are you getting the word out there, you guys? Because there's a lot of noise out there drowning out the pharmacy space, and it's mostly from the bigs. How, how are you going to squeak through and make your squeaky wheel make noise? Renee, why don't you take that one? Well, so, I mean, honestly, it, it really is a word of mouth thing. You you might think that, you know, one podcast or two podcasts may not do it. But what we're finding is, is we make one person happy and that person's talking to everybody on the block, right? Mm-hmm. So we think that word of mouth is going to be hugely effective here. And that was additionally our experience at Heal. I do think that, you know, we are fortunate enough to have lots of excited press. I do see that even in the amount of press we've done, just, you know, having launched in the last week, that there has been a very big amount of interest. And I think once again, the fact that we are so focused on patient and, you know, that that's our principal concern, right? How can we go direct to patient? I also think, and finally, you know, I'll conclude by saying, The notion of this personal health assistant, I think, is a big part of what I think will keep members engaged on our platform, right? Many people are trying to avoid PBMs. They're trying to give medicines on the cheap. But the fact is, if you're taking medications and you're not getting better, or you're taking medications and you don't know why you're taking medications, or you're taking medications and you could be on cheaper medications, then that's where a personal health assistant comes in to figure out if you are actually getting what you should be getting out of taking medications at all, right? Our goal in terms of not only delivering these medications, but scheduling your appointments, um, helping you understand your insurance benefits if you have insurance, all of these things are going to holistically help you feel better. The medications is the the way into the door, but we want to keep you healthy and well. And that's where the personal health assistant part, I think, is really critical to our success. Yeah, I've seen nothing like this. So let's talk about mechanics. The doctor, my PCP will prescribe for me Viagra, we'll just say, but, or we'll go with the generic version, and Sildenfell. So they're going to recommend Sildenfell. And then I come to y'all with my script and say, let's fill it by mail order. Is that how that works? Or do I sign up with y'all? And then you connect with my doctor. How does all that handshake work? Yeah. So let's take my actual example, Ron. So I'm a 52-year-old Indian guy, and in my life, I've eaten a lot of butter and cheese and salt. And so 
I, I started a medication for blood pressure a few months ago. And the way it works is my doctor writes a prescription. And before Rene existed, it was at some local pharmacy near my house. And I'd go there every month and pick up the prescription, pay the copay, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Okay. And I have to remember, and if I was out of refills, I'd have to call the doctor. I'd go to the pharmacy. They'd tell me that I'm out of refills. And I'd call the doctor, take an appointment, talk to him by phone. They'd call in the refill. Hopefully the pharmacy, you know, that whole process happened. Right. Mm -hmm. Now with Renee, here's what happens. My doctor just prescribes the medications to our program, right? Just like they would any other pharmacy, right? And, and if they're already at an existing pharmacy, the patient doesn't have to do the work. There are other online discount pharmacies where the patient has to do the work to call the pharmacy and say, okay, I'm going to move this medication from your pharmacy to this pharmacy or call their doctor's office. We do that work for the patient. Okay. So if it's already at a pharmacy, we'll transfer it. If it's not, your doctor prescribes it. And then we ensure that medications gets delivered. But to Renee's point, then I was given a reminder every day to take this blood pressure medication. And the thing with blood pressure medication is you really have to titrate to what works for each person. So in addition to taking the medication, I was reminded to measure my blood pressure every day. And a process that normally takes three to six months where I take a medication, see my doctor three months later, they look at my blood pressure. Oh, it's still not down. Let's try this. Let's try that. Was reduced to a week because the first medicine didn't work. The doctor switched to a second medicine. My blood pressure is under control because that whole feedback loop happened. And when I run out of refills, my Rene concierge calls my doctor, schedules the appointment, lets me know about it, that an appointment was scheduled. And I talk to my doctor and then the medications keep showing up to my door uninterrupted. What I love about this model, guys, is that we don't have any way you can't make money. And, and of course, you got to make money to make this work. But two data points. Number one is we know that a significant percentage of Americans are on more than one medication. Some are on eight or 10 or 12 or 15. Mm -hmm. And as they get older. So what you're doing is you're buying wholesale at a penny a pill or two or three pennies a pill. And even if they have 10 or 15 prescriptions, we're still talking about 90 cents for one prescription and $9 for 10 prescriptions. Mm -hmm. And you're charging 25. So there's plenty of margin in there for you guys. There's no secret little deal where you're going to upcharge them or secretly charge them or have any, uh, I mean, your contract's pretty clean. It's 25 period dot dash. And they're getting the free uh, assistance, personal assistant, which is freaking awesome. So you can't actually lose money on anybody because your formulary of 500 is you're getting at a really good deal and you're just upcharging a little bit to make your, your margin. Yeah. And, and I think that, I think one of the important things to mention there is people don't understand how cost-effective healthcare should be, right? And I always cite this stat, that between 1990 and 2015, the salary of the average American doctor in real dollars and in adjusted dollars actually decreased by about 25%. Mm -hmm. The number of doctors practicing medicine in the United States increased 0% as a percentage of the population per capita doctors. Mm. The cost of the healthcare bureaucracy in those 25 years increased 5,500%. Mm. So you're paying for a lot of people who are processing paperwork to justify the high bill in the first place and then chasing you to collect it. 50% of Americans who have bad credit have bad credit because of unpaid medical bills of $200 or less. Yes, yeah, 110 million Americans and that's half of all adults. It's exactly right, Nick. 
And these people are put into a bucket where they pay more for a car, more for a house, more for their credit cards, more for everything, because at some point they've lost or forgot a $78 medical bill, right? Well, and, and it's also, you're stuck in a crummy neighborhood, a crummy apartment, a crummy car, a crummy job, because you know, if you don't pass credit checks, you can't get some of the primo yep. jobs in America today. So it's, we, I didn't realize this, but 81% of Americans make under $30 an hour. So we have an hourly backbone of our economy that is stuck in these basically bear traps with surprise hospital bills and the $78 bill they forgot to pay or didn't catch. And frankly, the bills are confusing. If you go in, you don't get a bill from a hospital, you get a series of bills and the EOB, the explanation of benefits is worthless. It's almost designed to trap people, isn't it? Like a honey trap. It it really is. And and I, I always used to make this joke whenever and I'll make it now since you talk that you get this thing called an explanation of benefits, which is neither explanatory nor beneficial. Yeah. Right? It's just do not pay. This is not a bill. But then yeah. later you'll get a thing that is a bill and it's for three dollars and forty seven cents. Right. By the way, are you a stand in for John Lovitz when he's not working? You look just like John Lovitz. You've not been told that by anybody before, have you? I have not ever been told I may stand in for John Lovitz, but what I do want to say is I've always wanted to do, you can ask Renee how much I've enjoyed trying trying to be a, a hacks amateur stand-up comedian. <laughs> How's he do, Renee? Is he okay? That's for another show. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get your day job, Nick Desai. Do not quit the day job. Yeah, I, I, I've got a few of those myself in my history. So, Renee, what is the total volume of patients you think you'll have a year from now, three years from now, five years from now? What are y'all looking at projection-wise? Well, so our goal, right, and, and I think this is going to be a you know wildly successful company, obviously, but our goal is to be the, the app that millions of Americans use, right? When millions of Americans want to watch movies, they go to Netflix, right? When millions of Americans want to deliver groceries, they go to Instacart, and when millions of Americans want to ride, they go to Lyft or Uber. We want to be the app that millions of Americans use to get their medications and their personal health assistance, right? So that's that's our goal. We we want to consolidate all these various point solutions. We don't expect people to log into nine apps to solve you know their medical problems. We're hoping, and we we have built a company and, and a software experience that will allow them to come to us and we will take a lot of the lift off of off of their plates and, and that's our mission and goal. Can y'all API or back in into direct primary care solve solutions so that you're a piece of their app as well or do you have to go independent? Well, it's interesting you ask that because that th this is the beginning of, a, of, of really cutting out the crap in healthcare, right? Yes. Um, yes. And that isn't to say insurance doesn't have a role many times in many places, but if we show this can work, the next step is to show that we can bring doctors and patients together for care in a virtual or in-person setting at a lower cost. We already had some experience doing that with HEAL, right? And on and on for services, for x-rays, for whatever. And ultimately, you know, the, the the dirty little secret of healthcare is it doesn't matter who's paying, you're paying, because either it's out of your paycheck, it's out of your taxes, or you're paying directly. So you're always paying for healthcare, right? And if the overall costs can be brought down, whoever wants to write that particular check at that time is going to be happy about that. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know if y'all agree with me, but I don't have tech apps or health tech apps on the show hardly at all because most of them are built for a, let's call it a house that's laden with ghosts, rodents, roaches, termites. It's got mold. It's got just all kinds of infestations built on a foundation of sand. The wiring is all screwed up and it's going to catch fire any second. And that's legacy healthcare. Why build, <laughs> rebuild that house? Just go and build a new house. And that's what this direct contract movement is and this direct consumer movement is. And so y'all are right in the heart of, I think, where companies that are in health tech need to be. Y'all are actually solving a problem instead of just the simplifying and less friction of a terrible, stinky, horrible neighborhood. Would y'all agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think what we're saying is we recognize how many barriers are up. You know, I, I still practice medicine. I still see patients who, you know, I personally assist, right? I've been doing it for years and years and the kinds of troubles they run into, the problems they have, the, you know, as you described, the leaky faucets that just don't go away. I think these are, these are all parts of things that we learned from working at HEAL. There are things I've known from being a practicing doctor. There are things I share with my family, you know, my husband, my partner, I've even had to help him navigate some of these silly problems, right? So I think, yeah, it it is, there's no reason for so much confusion and so much difficulty. And it's worse when you're sick. I can't, you know, I'm I'm a healthy person. I cannot imagine some of the things I see my patients navigating and they're sick, right? And their caregivers are trying to hold down jobs and they may be sick too, right? So we're trying to clear a lot of that noise and um, just, again, go hand in hand, you know, hand to hand combat with with the folks that that join the Renee service. Great. So folks, what question should I have asked you that I did not ask you? Well, you, you really did a did a really amazing job. But I, I think the thing I would say is, you know, just what are the kinds of people that are using this? Who are the people who are signing up? Well, you know, just launched. I didn't know if you had an answer for that, but let's yeah. ask that. We'll answer that question. Yeah. Well, it's it's I'm I teed it up for a reason, which is to say, yes, we are getting subscribers. We need we want all of anyone who listens to the show to visit Renee.com and sign up. But it's really across the board, Rob, right? It's people that are on Medicare and want to control healthcare costs without their medication costs without being stuck into a Medicare Advantage plan that dramatically limits their care choices. It's uh, underinsured people, it's self-employed, it's gig economy workers, it's people in their 40s and 50s who are, you know, slowing down from work. And nowadays, unfortunately, it's people who are getting laid off and losing their jobs and losing their health insurance. And remember, around the corner is uh, the end of the year, and the, the government of the United States has to decide if it's going to extend the healthcare state of emergency that it's had for two years because of COVID. And if it doesn't extend it as as people think it will not, it will throw 15 million people off of health insurance. And those 15 million people are going to need a place to get their drugs, right? So we, we want to be a solution. And as you said, not build on top of a broken system and make some money skimming from the top like a vulture does, right? Yeah. But, but really reinvent and rethink. You know, Renee and I always say that in healthcare, to change anything, you have to be willing to change everything. And that's 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 what we've done for the last eight years, and that's what we're really proud to be doing now. Look, I, I don't really get a vote because y'all are obviously happily married and have a, you know, you're the power couple of the year, but I really would like to recommend the next company be named Hey Nick. 
<laughs> that's going to be a burrito uh, shop. If you, uh, what I get asked most for is my my uh, the burritos I make, which is how you end up with high blood pressure, also, but. They're tasty burritos. <laughs> okay. So if you could, first of all, how do people find you if they want to reach out or, or connect with Renee? So you can go to Renee.com, R-E-N-E-E.com. And if you want to reach me personally, I'm very active on LinkedIn. Um, you can email me at Renee.com. Great. And how about you, Nick? Yeah, just go to Renee.com. I'm also on LinkedIn as Nick Desai. And we love talking to our customers. We love talking to patients. We love talking to People who have issues, so just go to Renee.com and check it out. It's a 30-day money-back guarantee. You you will not be unhappy, but if you are, you get your money back. Okay, and uh, as I was alluding to when I started the question, if each of you could fly a banner overhead over America, what would that banner say? Vote. Oh, vote. Okay. <laughs> and how about you, Nick? Plant trees. Very nice. Well, guys, thanks for being on the show. Let's check in in a year or two and see how you're coming along. And I wish you only the best. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. You want to shake things up? There's two things you can do for us. One, go to primarycarecures.com for show notes and links to our guests. And number two, help us spotlight what's working in primary care by listening on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and subscribing and leave us a review. It helps our megaphone more than you know. Until next episode.